Welcome to Jays from Home. My name is Matt Gower, and this is my brother and co-host Steve. Hi, that's me, and uh, that is uh, you. Back, back in the same virtual space for uh, the first time in a couple of weeks, I guess. I, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. I am. I am in my basement. You are in your basement separately. Actually, you know what? I forgot. Uh, we 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 missed two weeks together because last week and the week before, right? I think something maybe. Like that. Anyways, but we're but we're 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 back together. The regular format. We're here. Um, the notes tell me to remind everybody to promote Twitter, so I'll do that. Follow us on Twitter, assuming you haven't reached your your limit of views for the day. Um, and on uh, Mastodon and MattGowersBrain on baseball.substack.com, all those things. We should assuming... probably mention uh, the the name of the Twitter and Mastodon pages is uh, at Jades from Home. Okay, we should probably mention that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, I, I've, I, I, yeah, the Twitter thing, I, I don't know what's going on with that, but I, I don't think, I don't think I'm going to be affected by it. I don't, I'm not on there often enough, yeah. so. I bet you, I bet you though, a bunch of like, like just NHL fan bases were, were panicking because it was, it was a free agent signing day. So, uh, people were probably like wondering if they're missing out on the news. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> and also, also happy Canada day. Um, and more importantly, happy Bobby Bonilla Day. Uh, it's the anniversary of, uh, or not the anniversary, it's the day that Bobby Bonilla gets his, his million-dollar-plus check until, like, sometime in the 2030s. From, uh, oh, after that's, time that's still going on? That's still going on. And he's not the only player. There are other other players who get deferred payments, but but most notoriously so is, is, is Bobby Bonilla. I see. Well, why don't we get into this week's results, uh, which are, I guess, mixed for the Blue Jays, but uh, they, going into today when we're recording Sunday morning, they have a record of 45 and 39, um, which, uh, where where does that put them in the wild card standing? Are they currently out? I think they're like, they're outside of the wild card at this point, because the Yankees have been a little bit uh, have strung together a few wins lately um and although they did yeah they won they won uh, their last game according to to what the schedule is telling me and uh yeah we've got the angels and the astros also uh playing good baseball and uh baltimore leads the wild card race at this point uh they've lost four straight though looking at the schedule i see well um i guess the good news is that the blue jays are six and four in their last 10 so uh uh, and then Baltimore ahead of them, uh, four and six. And even though uh, we'll, we'll get there, even though things aren't so great against Boston, they are three and seven in their last ten. So not everything is bad, I guess. Yeah. Well. Well. Yeah. Well. We'll have to. We'll have to determine whether it's bad or not. I suppose. Yeah. So uh, I guess they started. They were off last Monday. So they uh, they started the week on Tuesday with uh, a series against San Francisco. Yeah, the Giants, and and they're one of the hottest teams in the league. Even though they they did lose the series in the end, spoiler alert to the Jays, uh, they are still a really uh, good team. Um, they are second in the AL West right now, ahead of the Dodgers. 
uh, trailing the uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks, but the Giants are, are are surprisingly a good team again, and that's why I have on the notes this San Francisco sleeping Giants because um, they're they're just kind of like a stealth team a little bit. They're 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 really 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 well coached. And um, last year may have been the blip. We saw them, and the year before that, 2021, was when they had like 106, 107 wins. And this year, they're 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 back again. So um, yeah, San Francisco is a good team, and uh, they beat the 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 Blue Jays in the first uh, game of the series three to nothing. Um, and it was a Gossman start, and he ended he got 1500 career strikeouts. Bichette had. Um, a good a good day at the plate three for four but yeah and in the end uh the jays have been getting shut out a lot lately um yeah. up until um whatever their the, the shutout was a, a week ago or so they hadn't been shut out all season long but they've been getting uh, shut out a lot lately yeah and um and yeah it's it's too bad that gossman and bichette had a good game in a loss uh but that's not uh that's not rare this season no um they they just I, I guess they 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 couldn't get anybody past uh, uh, well obviously they couldn't get anyone to the plate but they they kept getting like doubles and uh, and I think in one case a triple but they just after that the the Giants just shut them down. Yeah, yeah, Giants are a good team. Um, they they pitch well, and like I said, they're coached very well. They, they have like a, a million coaches. Um, so Wednesday, though, the Jays, um, it only really took one inning, the first inning, but they beat the Jays, uh, the Giants, six to one. That was a bullpen game for the Jays. So that was a, uh, a Trevor Richards uh, start, technically. I think it lasted like three or four innings. Um, and in that first inning, the Jays scored five runs, and all nine batters got an at bat in the first uh, first inning. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty good then. Um, it's uh, I, I think this happened last week too. I mentioned there was a game. It was an afternoon game, and the Blue Jays got like all their runs in in one inning. It, it would be helpful mm-hmm. if they got more than one innings worth of runs, but I guess that turned out to be enough. They won six to one. Um, yeah, I, I, this is another game. I didn't see a lot of this one because uh, uh, we actually got a softball game in on Wednesday. Uh, the oh. other, Tuesday game, we did watch that one, and it was uh, it was frustrating that, uh, to watch that one. But uh, it, it was good to see that they won on Wednesday. Um, and you have a note here. And- I forgot that uh, Ross Stripling – well, I say I forgot. I didn't know that Ross Stripling was with San Francisco. Yeah, he signed a two-year deal in the offseason. He's got an opt-out if he wants to take it. Um, so yeah, he he uh, he he made his 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 debut relieving for the uh, for the Giants. I think he's kind of uh, performed all over the like he's done some relief appearances. He's done some starts, but uh, yeah, he made his debut in his return to Toronto. Um, I didn't note how he did, but uh, nice to see a familiar face back again. And he 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 played well for the Jays last year, so nice to see him back. Yep. And Thursday was uh, an, another one-run game, but a win for the Blue Jays, two to one. Um, I, I guess this was another game where they got all their runs in one inning. Um, this was Kirk. By retu- yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Kirk returned to the lineup from the injured list because um, yep. he had those stitches in his hand yeah. uh, from getting what, like, hit by a pitch, I think, or something. Yeah. And and that was in the in the Texas series that or that happened. Right. Um, and uh, Bassett was this was his first game since deciding that he wasn't going to 
call his own pitches anymore? Well, first and a half. I think it threw, in the middle of that game that he announced that he wasn't calling his pitches, I think he stopped. He had he had Jansen yeah. call his pitches. Yeah, yeah, game. but I mean, this is the first full game, full start yes. where after he announced that. And, and um, I'll, I'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, later in our in our outcomes but yeah that was that was uh and it was and i think he do you think he prefers to pitch to kirk or or or, or jansen um, i think kirk might be his preferred catcher i don't know well this is a stat i found uh online that somebody posted is that um his um era pitching to kirk is 1.60 and with other catchers so this includes jansen and heineman i guess uh, mm-hmm. 9.28 ERA. But interestingly, he's pitched more innings with Kirk than any other catcher. Twice so, as many, basically, yeah. Uh, I would yeah. say that and, probably he prefers to pitch to Kirk. Yeah, and Vladdy, Vladdy made the, the, the difference in that game with a two-run home run. Uh, he's kind of on a little bit of a, a home run tear at, at uh, Rogers Centre now. And uh, we saw J.D. Davis and Gabe Kapler get ejected from the game in the top of the third for arguing balls and strikes. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean... I, I I think it was just um, they were annoying the umpire maybe I don't I don't know. Well, well, I think yeah, they, they I think his, his the, the the strike zone I've noticed for the past couple of games has been a little bit on the wide side, but yeah, they were they were they were frustrated and they were upset, um, and yeah, so they so so the the so. Uh, JD Davis was arguing, and then his manager kind of came out to, to to defend him or whatever. But yeah, it didn't end well. Like when you, if you if you argue balls and strikes, then you uh, get thrown out of the game. That's just how it works. <laughs> uh, yep, that's true. And uh, speaking of games or things not ending well, would be uh, Friday's game uh, first against the Red Sox for this weekend. Another shutout. Another yeah. shutout. They lost five nothing in that one. Not a yeah, good outcome. I'm looking at the box score. They had three hits in that game. Uh, it, yeah, um, Barrios had a bit of a rough outing. He gave up uh, home runs to Justin Turner, Jaron Duran, and uh, Yoshida. Yoshida's tearing up the Blue Jays this year. He's he's he had how, how did he do? He had, he was three for four on Friday night uh, against the Jays, uh, and then Saturday he was. Let's see here. He was again. He was two for three. Uh, so he, he's he's just killing the Blue Jays so far this year. Uh, it's just too bad that the Blue Jays were the runner runner up team uh, to his free agent signing, yeah. as I yeah, yeah, reported yeah, yeah. last week. Well, yeah, that, that was that. They also mentioned that in the game. Uh, I think on Friday or Saturday. But yeah, that was so. That, it's, it's it's frustrating to to, to see him make that. Uh, do 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 so much damage. I think he got a home run either in Friday or Saturday's game. Um, so so it's just just he's he's really killing the Jays here. So they lost five to nothing. I didn't put a ton of notes there because it was kind of a you didn't a, put any notes there. Game. No, I didn't put no. Well, the note was that they lost, I guess. <laughs> um, and then yesterday, Saturday, they lost again, seven to six. But this one was a little weird because so I didn't tune into this uh, from the beginning. But uh, when I did tune in, it was a two two tie. And I guess Springer and Bichette both hit home runs uh, to get yeah, the Springer two got runs. a leadoff home run. Yeah. Um, and so after I shortly after I tuned in, uh, of course, it seemed like uh, the Blue Jays started to fall apart a little bit, and they went down six to two, I think. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. And but then the the Boston's defense kind of fell apart themselves a little bit, and the Blue Jays got within one. Uh, six to five, and unfortunately, uh, 
I, so if if they hadn't given up that home run in the in the ninth or sorry, it was the eighth inning. Justin Turner, Justin Turner home run. Yeah, yeah if they hadn't given that up, then it, it would have tied the game uh, in the bottom of the ninth. But uh, uh, yeah, that that was a a, a running a, a base running decision resulted in the end of the game. Uh, yeah, could, Bichette could have tied the game, but was thrown out by quite a lot. Yeah, he ran past a stop sign. I think I, I kind of fell asleep in the last inning, so I didn't. I didn't see that. But uh, the the cool thing, it was a Canada Day game, so they had. Um, a, I've never seen this before. I think this is the first time they've done this. A pregame citizenship ceremony, and they swore in nine new Canadians, and they all threw threw out the first pitch to the Blue Jays starting lineup. Well, maybe that's the that's what the Blue Jays should do going forward: is throw several balls at once, and that'll confuse the other team's offense. It'll be like the the pitch mix with the graphics, like, but 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 in reality, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I, I feel like they've done a, a pregame citizenship ceremony before, but maybe not for like that many new Canadians. Yeah, it seemed, it's maybe they haven't televised it or, or whatever, but it seemed pretty uh, pretty uh, well produced and and and, and the, they made a big deal of it. So that's that's cool. So Sunday we have uh, Kevin Gossman versus Garrett Whitlock to round out the series, but the Blue Jays have already lost this series against the Red Sox. And that is, I think they're either 0-6 or 0-7 against the Red Sox heading into Sunday's game, which is it's just kind of depressing. They were 16-3 and last year against the Red Sox, and now they they haven't won a game yet versus the Red Sox. Yeah, I, I can't remember. If, I, I think that first series in Boston might have been a four-game series. I'm not sure. Uh, maybe. I'm not sure. <laughs> okay, well, let's go to the weekly outcomes. Uh, home run, strikeout, no decision. Um, why, why don't you start? Where, where are you going? Well, yeah, well, I'll, I'll kind of piggyback onto what I was just saying. Is My, my strikeout is the Jays' record versus the AL East. They, this could be, the, I think that this might be the difference um, in in making the playoffs or not, getting a wildcard spot. But they haven't they haven't played well against the AL East opponents, and, and those are really important games that they're going to have to do, even if... Like we're we're starting the second half of the season, we, and they've got to, they've got to kind of turn over a new leaf and start playing well against their divisional opponents. Otherwise, they're not going to make the playoffs, and especially if they go winless against Boston, that's that's huge. That's that's not good. Um, yeah, generally, if you don't win games, it's not good. I agree. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, that um, how. I, they can't have too many more games against AL East opponents remaining. Well, they they finish off the year against the Yankees and the Rays back to back. Let me just take a quick look at the the schedule, a, a quick scan over it, going uh, heading into the uh, end of the year. What are we? July first. So no, we're um, July second today. We're July second now. Yes, you're right. Um, so they don't have any more after the Boston series. No more divisional opponents in July. August they they go Boston Baltimore or Baltimore Boston to start August and that and then uh, Baltimore again in August. So that's that that's those are going to be important series. And then Boston again in September and then they end off the season September into the right October first against it goes away in New York away in Tampa home in New York home in Tampa. So so that's that's going to be tough. Uh, yeah. I, I agree. Um, okay, but you know what September does? Looking at September, we're looking way, way, way ahead. But just looking at September, they start September uh, uh, in Colorado, in Oakland, and against Kansas City. So those are three series, and then and then also they end 
the end of August against Washington. So Washington, Colorado, Oakland, Kansas City are is a big chunk of of, of schedule where they can really uh, stack up some wins where they have to stack up some wins um, as opposed to just the regular games and 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 this week is another week where they have to stack up some wins. But anyways, let's let's get to what your outcome is for for your strikeout. For well, my my strikeout is Luis Rivera. As we mentioned, there was a bad base running decision. Um, was that his fault, though? I, I think so, because it was his decision to send Bichette home. And he, he put up. I there was a stop sign. No. He put up a stop sign. He, he did, but he put it up late. But I don't think oh. he should have. Like, he initially uh, was waving Bichette to go home. But. Uh, Verdugo had the basically already had the ball like he shouldn't have been running home at all like he I think Verdugo had the ball as Bichette was rounding Bichette hesitated because of the stop sign but he would have been called out anyways like it was even like without the hesitation like he was way away from home plate by the time the ball got to uh Red Sox catcher like it was okay so you- it was a poor decision I think and and they had Chapman coming up next after Vlad who had and he had a home run a- that game too eh? Chapman yeah he did and yeah. he was yeah. having a good game overall so mm-hmm. even there were two outs um I mean I I I get that they probably wanted to uh you know hope like they're hoping that uh you know it'd be an easy easy run home to tie the game and maybe Vlad's hit was kind of exciting but Vlad hit it really hard straight to Verdugo and it was pretty shallow so um I I I think it was a poor decision even though he put up the stop sign he put it up too late and I think like basically because he had sent made the sign to send Bichette home it Bichette was like already committed to running home by the time he saw the stop sign yeah, um, and I, I, I was reading a Dallas Steve tweet. I guess a lot of people are using this as as uh, citing this as an example to fire Louis. Rivera. Well, this isn't the first time he's made a poor uh, coaching decision at third base. <laughs> but that's I, not all. The, 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 I think the important point though is that third base coach is not all that they do. I think I made this point even last year. Like it's just the tip of the iceberg as far as what like base coaching. Are, is 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 the least of their responsibilities. They have a lot more important things like defensive responsibilities and things like that. Yeah, but that's not what the the fans see. They see the poor decisions at uh, at on the bases, and and that's well, that's, that's why pretty the fans important. Don't, don't, that's why the fans don't make personnel decisions. Well, I I don't know if I would go so far as saying uh, fire Luis Rivera, but I'd be I, I'd be leaning in that direction, like. Uh, He's got a lot of strikes against him when it comes to base running decisions. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think that it's it's equal parts him and equal parts Bo Bichette just trying to put too much on his shoulders. No, I I, I don't think Bichette would have run if he if Rivera had put the stop sign up. Okay. Well, anyways, uh, I slept through that that inning, anyways. But um, all right. So my no decision for uh, the week is is uh, Chris Bassett's pitch calling because. You know, he's, it's 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 very in the early goings, um, and he I, I noticed that he was like shaking off a lot of the calls that uh, Kirk was making anyway. So he's 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 not totally like totally calling his having having Kirk call call the game. He's still he's still got some control as far as that goes. Um, so and and also just it's still a work in progress. So we'll see how it goes. But uh, yeah, I, I, that's why it's my no no decision because he was still he was still uh, you know like 
calling off some of well, the they, calls. They there. said that um, like a they had like a plan B basically where if they couldn't agree on the pitch like uh, and it was you know if the pitch clock was running down then then Bassett would probably just like call the pitch at, like just to you know to get something uh, decided on like if they take too long okay. deciding on the pitch like he's still got the the pitch com on his belt so yeah, yeah. it's it seems like right now it's uh it's a hybrid uh scenario maybe yeah um uh, my no decision is also pitching related um bullpen games mostly working out um the the first bullpen game um which this was the one against the twins that uh that we went to um back in in june um that one didn't work out so well but since then i i think the the bullpen games have been good enough that i think uh, that's that's largely in part to trevor richards pitching really well yeah yeah um and yeah they, they've been good enough and uh and i think that's what they need right now but they could it, it would be handy if they had another starting pitcher but i guess it's good that they have off days to work around it still yeah, they've got some more off days. There was like the 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 season was kind of bunched in for the first couple of months. There was there were some 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 days where some 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 times where they just could have used an off day but didn't. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, I think that they're that the bullpen games are doing are, are working out pretty well. Um, my home run for the week is um, not a home is, is is it's a home run, but it's it's about bunt. It's uh, Varsho's bunt singles. Uh, we haven't seen really any of those yet but this past week he had um a couple successful bunt singles and that's really his secret not so secret weapon and so it's good that that's starting to actually uh work for him um i guess the 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 ideal scenario is if he's facing a left-handed pitcher um he can bunt towards first base because the 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 left-handed pitcher's follow-through takes him in the opposite direction so he basically has so the first baseman has to field the ball and he's got an open base to run to um so it hasn't happened too too often because well it's a lefty facing a lefty right yeah and and i think that's the the downside is apparently varsho's numbers are really bad versus lefties i think yeah, but it's nice to see that uh, his secret weapon is, is starting to to work because because last year I think it was something like nine like nine for ten nine for thirteen something like that for his bunt singles. He was a very successful, very useful weapon uh, to to have. Yeah, I, well, I think I've seen uh, Varsho and some other Blue Jays uh, get the the bunt down for a single, so that, that's pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, my home run, it's, uh, I think Vlad was my home run last week, and I'll say that he's my home run again this week. It seems like um, he's he's might be back in, in form in terms of, of his hitting. Like, I mean, he had the one home run this week, the two last week. Um, he like, In the bottom of the ninth last night, uh, he had, like, a really strong single, and, like, I, the ball just seems to be landing for him is i think in general what uh uh it looks like he's he's gonna have a good second half and at, at home too he's he's starting to hit home runs at home yeah they are truly home runs yes there you go yeah so yeah good job vlad uh i guess honorable mention to kikuchi who had an okay game yesterday but overall he's been pretty good he's he's been really good yeah um, all right, so let's get. We, I did a I did a, a weekly poll or a weekly ish poll um, because on I think it was Wednesday, uh, 
the, the question was, Wednesday's game marks the exact halfway point of the season. How do you think the Blue Jays will perform in the second half of 2023? So the options were better than the first half, worse than the first half, or the same. Uh, and most people think that they'll perform better uh, in the first half. Yeah, so, I, I missed this poll, but I think I would answer better than the first half. Well, you know, let's take a, a closer look at because we, we were kind of looking at bits and pieces of the schedule. Um, you know, going in, they have a couple off days head, heading out of the the All Star game, but then they've got the Diamondbacks, which is going to be tough, uh, and the Padres, which you never know what sort of team you're going to get with the Padres. Um, They're like a box that, of chocolates. Yes, uh, maybe, um, and Seattle. Uh, is again, you don't know what you're going to get with Seattle. They're, they're heading into Seattle after, right after uh, facing the uh, the Padres, and then they've got a series against the Dodgers, who are underperforming. Um, so, 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 so July is going to be an interesting month. They, they and they rounded out against the the Angels, and then and then kind of at the, at the end of the month they start a series with Baltimore. Um, so yeah, they've they've and then August they've got Baltimore, Boston, Cleveland, uh, the Cubs, the Phillies. The Reds, who knows what version of the Reds we're going to get by the time they face the Reds, because right now the Reds are one of the hottest teams in baseball, but they could cool down. They're a young team. They they, they have some holes. They're getting some injuries. Um, and then they face Cleveland twice. Cleveland is, a, again, like you don't know what – it's hard to, to gauge what kind of a team they are because of the division that they play in. Uh, but then they, you know, like Washington, Colorado, Oakland, like I said, and Kansas City – uh, in September, and then uh, there, it's going to be a, a really t- uh, uh, difficult uh, end run of the season because they, they 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 round out the season against a four game series against Texas at home, uh, followed by Boston at home, and then like I said, the New York Tampa Bay, New York Tampa Bay. So it's it they, it's going to be tough, but I, I I think that as long as they they get their pitching in order, uh, like the starting pitching in order, this should be a better second half. Yeah, well, I guess uh, we'll see in July this month how the how the starting pitching shapes up because uh, we have Ryu and and Manoa, I believe, are the the wild cards. I guess in in all yeah. of this. Now it sounds to me from our from our discussions offline like, do you think that Ryu's you're going to see Ryu Ryu before we see Manoa in the lineup? Um, I I would say so. Um, because Ryu, it sounds like I I haven't seen too many results from um f- like how he he's been doing but i guess that's because he hasn't done any like um he's he's just done some some pitching like not in game situations right so uh, i guess that's coming yeah i don't know i don't i don't I, i'm not i'm not at all uh, I don't have any any faith in, in Ryu at this point. I think he could be done, uh, but we'll have to wait and see on that. And I also don't like having too many lefties in the starting rotation. Uh, one is good, uh, you know, because teams can just stack right-handed batters against them, and, and I, I don't. That makes me uncomfortable. Well, some teams can stack left-handed batters against the righties, so you know you could yeah you could make that argument on either way. I suppose. Um, but we do have some injury updates. Speaking of Ryu, um, Zach Pop is, uh, according to Caitlin McGrath, uh, scheduled to pitch in Buffalo. I, I think this was on maybe Wednesday or Thursday. And Ryu um, had a three-up live bullpen session on Wednesday. His next step is pitching in a game on July 4th somewhere in Florida. 
so either the Florida State League or the Florida Coast League. And then uh, reliever who the Jay- Blue Jays signed uh, in the offseason, uh, Chad Green, has one up live in uh, in the bullpen tom- on, uh, tomorrow. So I think that, that's, again, a Wednesday. Um, and on Ryu, uh, Schneider said, reports were really good. Video was really good. His game action should be at least three innings. If all goes well, maybe four. Oh, that's uh, that's good. So th- there's some positive results from Ryu right there that we, yeah. were, we were missing. And then as as a follow-up, Ross Atkin, uh, according to a Scott Mitchell tweet, says, Ross Atkin says, it's gone about as well as it could have to this point with, with both Tommy John guys, Ryu and Chad Green. He won't put a potential return date on either, but... Um, mentions they're trending in the typical Tommy John window, as they say. Uh, well, that's that's good news. Um, well, I guess the next thing we have here, um, non-injury related, but since it's good timing with Vlad hitting uh, so many home runs in the last week and a half, uh, he's been named to, or he's been invited to the home run derby. No, he's he he volu- he, uh, he put oh. his name forth. I think he's, he, he I, I think he would have gotten the invite if he asked for it or whatever. But he he wants to be in the home run derby. Um, yeah, according again Scott Mitchell, another tweet from Scott Mitchell that says Vladdy says the reason he's back in the home run derby is simply because his family has been wanting him to. He's, they've asked him to every year, and this year he feels good, so he agreed. So that's that's good that he feels good because I think his wrist has been kind of a, some, stopping him from being in previous home run derbies, and so his wrist, uh, judging by his swing lately, probably is, is feeling pretty mm. good. Well, there we go. Um, and we'll get to the All-Star game stuff in a little bit, I guess, but he was was not named a starter uh, for the no, All-Star team. No, no, no. Um, other other uh, batters so far named who are named to the home run derby are Julio Rodriguez coming back, uh, and then some new guys, Mookie Betts and Randy Arozarena also were announced that they're going to be joining the derby. I think that's it so far, as far as I, I can see. Okay, well, what else do we have uh, going for the Blue Jays? Uh, well, the Futures game, sticking with the All-Star stuff, um, they announced the Futures game roster, and there are two uh, Blue Jays minor, minor leaguers who were announced, um, Yosfer Zulueta and, uh, in the AAA, Buffalo Bisons, and also Sam Rivers in the AA were both named to the Futures team. So that'll be interesting. Um, I'm, just, I'm still disappointed that basically you can't – they've made it really difficult to watch the Futures game now. Uh, but uh, good, good for them to, to, to uh, be on that Futures team. Well, I'm sure somebody will will report on it. Um, mm-hmm. Is there any other All Star stuff? Because I see there's there's other news here that seems kind of out of order for what we're talking about. So I I don't know where well, you wanted like, to go. Well, like really didn't know. They did release the the starting lineup. If you want to go there, we can, or we can do our Alec Manoa comeback update. Where where do you want to go? Um, why don't we just stick with the All Star game? Just uh, finish that off, uh, and we can we All can right. go back well, to Manoa. The yeah the um, starting lineups were announced uh, earlier in the week, um, and no Blue Jays were voted in unfortunately. So at catcher we had the Rangers Jonah Heim, uh, the rookie. Uh, first base Yandy Diaz from the Rays over Vladdy uh, was voted in. Uh, second base former Blue Jay for one season Marcus Semyon from the Rangers. Uh, third base rookie Josh Young. Uh, I think the Rangers fans voted <laughs> had a, had a pretty uh, strong hand in voting these guys in. Yeah, uh, Corey Seager of the Rangers uh, was voted in. Mike Trout of the Angels, Aaron Judge of the Yankees, and Shohei Otani of the Angels were all voted in. I think Aaron Judge is not going to be at the game. Uh, he is still Randy Rosarina also. You missed that one for the Rays. Did I miss that? 
Okay, yeah, in the outfield. Oh, uh, Shohei Otani was the DH, I should say. Um, and then the NL side, Sean Murphy, uh, the Braves catcher, was voted in. Freddie Freeman of the Dodgers. Uh, Luis Arias from the Marlins was voted in. Nolan Arenado from the Card- Cardinals at third base. Uh, Orlando Arcia from the Braves. Ronald Acuna Jr. from the Braves as well in the outfield. Corbin Carroll from the Diamondbacks, who we'll see soon. Uh, Mookie Betts in the outfield, and J.D. Martinez for the Dodgers as D.H. All right. Well, that's uh, – and, and that's that's not to say any Blue Jays won't still make the All-Star yeah, team. No. They're just not starters. Exactly. Bo Bichette, I think, is a lock to be an All-Star. He and should Kevin be. Goss- he should be. Kevin Gossman, too. Yeah. Anyway, um, let's go back to Alec Manoa, who was an All-Star last year, but not so much this year. Not so much. Definitely not an all-star this year. Um, so we he had a he had a rough start. Uh, it was widely reported uh, in his, his first Florida Gulf Coast League or whatever it's called uh, start. Uh, he had two point two two and a, two and two thirds inning pitched, eleven earned runs, ten hits, two walks, three strikeouts, gave up two home runs. Um, so this is um, a tweet from. Keegan Matheson, he said, most of the hitters Manoa faced are 18 and 19 years old. That's why these numbers can't be taken too literally, but still, it's a stunning line. Um, yeah, like, I think what a lot of people are saying is, like, the defense behind him were, didn't really help him out at, at all. Uh, so that, was, that wasn't great. But uh, John Schneider on, on his outing said, the things that we were talking about in terms of strike throwing, delivery, tempo, velocity was all positive. The rest of the stuff... You can take it with a grain of salt. So I, I think the overall thing to take from all this is that the Blue Jays are just staying positive with Alec Manoa. Yeah, and that kind of goes along with what uh, a lot of the uh, opinion is, is that basically the numbers are not good, but also they could have been working on some specific things uh, with yeah. Manoa that probably Maybe would have was... negatively impacted the results that he wouldn't be doing in an actual game, important game. Yeah, I was thinking like maybe he was just throwing nothing but his slider because that's something that he needs to work on, and maybe they were just teeing up on it with with the ones that weren't working. We don't we don't know this. Yeah, so who knows? Uh, I guess we'll see. For he's supposed to start in Double uh, um, A, New Hampshire, I think. Right, that's his next yeah. step. Yeah, and according to Ben Nicholson Smith, uh, Russ Atkins said he absolutely expect, expects Manoa to pitch in the majors again this year. Um, he had, yeah, there's a bullpen session coming up Friday and yeah, on Sunday night tonight, he will be, uh, pitching for new, he'll start for New Hampshire. So that'll be very interesting. It'll be an, it'll be a night game kind of more similar to the, the, the situation is more similar to, to what he's used to. You know, it'll be in a ballpark. There'll be fans there. There'll be announcements there. It'll, it'll be kind of more what he's used to seeing. And I'm hoping I might be able to see at least, some of it, because uh, the um, the cool thing about MLB Network is they show the uh, minor league games, so I, I might be able to tune in and, and catch some of that uh, start. Well, there you go. You can report on it next week. Well, we'll see. I, I don't think I'll be able to see much of it because it's right around bedtime, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> okay, and I think that's it for the Blue Jays' notes, uh, so let's look ahead at what is coming in the next week. Yeah, we all, well, the Jays have the White Sox on the road on, against in Chicago, against the White Sox and the Tigers. So these are two series that the Blue Jays have to win. There, there's no excuses. They should win two out of three out of, in both of these, at the very least, in both of these series. Uh, these are two teams that are on the, on the trending downward, uh, the White Sox and the Tigers. And so the Jays need to take advantage and win these games. 
I, I would wouldn't you, would it be more accurate to say maybe that Detroit is like treading water because they've been on they, they're about the same as last year, so they're not really trending any worse or better. Well, they're a little better than last year, I would say, but like they they kind of had a bit of a surge um, in in June or May, and so that's why the record is maybe as good as as it is right now because they were kind of at one point flirting with the with the uh, AL Central lead, but they're not anymore. But uh, these are both they're they're facing two teams that are I think in general could say have, have disappointed uh, in the, on the overall big picture, and so the Jays need to take advantage of this. They need to they need to be uh, they they need to to just be ruthless and, and and win these these series yeah well hopefully they they do uh the trend has been apparently losing the first game of the series and then winning the next two and not counting the boston series so far but maybe uh maybe that'll happen again i i think i'm okay with that if they lose one game but still come out with the series win i would can't much win rather they game. just win all the games well that would be uh that would be ideal where did you go? You just do- dropped off the screen. I I dropped my uh, my pencil that I'm using to mark down notes for editing. All right, so now it's time for the B team update, uh, and this is quite underwhelming too. But uh, Cleveland is forty and forty two, one game back of the AL Central. So that's kind of sad too, because if they're under five hundred and one game back for the <laughs> lead in the division, that's not great. Uh, they won two out of three uh, in Kansas City. And so far, they split the series. Uh, they're playing against the the, the Cubs. Um, coming up, they're going to be facing uh, the Braves, which is tough. And the, they're back again uh, at home against the Royals, so they should win that. But the big news earlier in the week was that uh, their manager Terry Francona uh, had to go to the hospital after he felt lightheaded. Uh, mm. So um, everything was was normal as far as tests go, but. Uh, uh, yeah, so he, but he was just kind of out of precautions, staying and resting and stuff. And he returned to manage the team uh, on Friday, so he's okay. Oh, so uh, that was a bit of a scare for the for the Guardians, but uh, that 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 was pretty big news for the week. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, well, uh, I guess we'll check in with Seattle next. They are mm-hmm. thirty nine and forty two. So I guess the. Um, they must have had an extra off day or something, or some compared to Cleveland. But um, f- they're fourth in the AL West, which seems a little bit more realistic given they're under 500 than uh, Cleveland's uh, <laughs> positioning in the standings. Um, so y- your notes here: you got they lost two out of three versus the Nationals, and uh, I guess this weekend they're one and one versus the Rays. So hopefully they can pull out uh, another win versus the Rays. That'll help pretty much everyone in the AL East. It doesn't really do a lot for, for Toronto, I guess. But uh, And then this week coming up, they've got the Giants and the Astros. So hopefully they can get get some ground on the Astros because that would help the Blue Jays. Yeah, that's true. Um, and yeah, I think, I, I think that the... I think we talked about this already, but I think the division is out of out of reach for the Mariners. It's the it's the um, wild card that they're going to be shooting for at this point. Yeah, but we want them uh, to help the Blue Jays get the wild card spot more than sure, anything. Sure. And the Astros, I think, are ahead of the Blue Jays. Um, well, Barely, yeah. Speaking of Seattle, we did we did miss this part of the All Star Game discussion, but it is Seattle related uh, since the All Star mm-hmm. Game is in Seattle. You show me the uh, the jerseys that they unveiled for uh, American and National Leagues for the All Star Game. 
Yeah, so they're going to be wearing these uh, during the actual game, um, which is disappointing. I think that I still prefer it if they wear their actual regular baseball jerseys. But uh, yeah, they they fe- the uniforms feature o- oceans, the movement of air, forests, and the t- topography of Seattle and its neighboring cities. They 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 look like nice jerseys. Uh, they 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 look all right to me. But I would just rather them kind of wear them for practice or whatever. Um, according to Nike uh, or USA Today, I think this is an article I got it from. Both jerseys are the debut of the Nike Vapor Premier, which is touted as being more of a lightweight, high-performance fabric, which will increase mobility and keep sweating to a minimum. Which, which is weird that they're doing this, introducing this for an All-Star game when they're when the players probably aren't going to be doing much sweating <laughs> during the game. Well. I hope they will. I hope we get a good game. Um, and starting next season, uh, they will be the Nike Vapor Premier will be part of every home road and alternate city connect city connect uniform. Okay, I, I thought maybe they're going to do it for every uniform, but just it's just for the city connects that they're doing this for. Uh, no, it says your quote says oh alternate every, and city connect. every home Sorry. road alternate and city connect uniform. All right, I'm 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 not reading properly, but yeah, so that that's that's interesting. They've 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 kind of changed the design of the the jerseys a little bit so that's pretty cool yeah uh we'll have to see hopefully they don't have the effect of the uh cotton jerseys uh that the yankees notoriously wore for one game in the 90s uh yes that yes that may or may not have actually happened yes exactly um yeah effectively wild beat you to that seinfeld (laughs) joke whatever yes yes um, all right, and then finally, in the, around the MLB, trade season has officially started, I would say. Um, the Royals traded Aroldis Chapman to the Texas Rangers in exchange for Cole Reagans, and uh, he's a left-handed pitcher, and outfielder Roni Cabrera. Um, Reagans has been optioned to Omaha AAA, and Cabrera has been assigned to the Royals Dominican Summer League team. So basically, they traded Aroldis Chapman for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I guess more surprising to me is that Chapman is still in the league. I did not know that, but I guess that's probably what happens when you play for Kansas City. Well, uh, he's kind of like the reclamation project thing. He signed for Kansas City. I think it was a one-year deal, uh, looking to kind of prove that he's not washed up. That he's like he had a he had a really bad ending with uh, the Yankees last year. He didn't even make their playoff roster. Um, both well, I'm, because I'm of his, referring his performance most, and because of his attitude. Yeah, I'm referring mostly uh, to his uh, off-field. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And that's not something things, that a lot of yeah. uh, uh, most fan bases want want their um, their 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 players to 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 have that sort of history. Um, but yeah, so so he's he's traded to the to the Rangers. Um, but yeah, he, I'm surprised that the return was so little on this. Do you think that, especially because it, it, the trade deadline is still about a month away, um, if they're, if they're going to get something back, you think they maybe get something a little bit more substantial, but basically they're just trading him for, for a triple A depth arm. Oh, well, um, I guess that's really his value that, uh, there's, there's not really, he doesn't really have a lot of value to him. So, Okay. Well, so we'll see what happens as far as future trades go, but but it, 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 it that might get the ball rolling as far as as far as things go. Indeed. Okay. Um, well, let's check in with the Titans then. I I have some notes for you because uh, I've been very much uh, steeped in in Titan stuff this week versus uh, versus the Blue Jays. Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently they're on a, a four game win streak though. Um, I went to check the the standings and the scores on the Frontier League website and that one of their stories is um is that uh 
the Titans won their third straight. But when I looked at the standings, it uh, they actually have a win streak of four. So there in, you go. In those four games, they've outscored their opponents thirty-one to eight. Um, they're still below five hundred, twenty-one and twenty-three on the season. Um, they're uh, I think like six games back of the second place team, but in their last ten, they're seven and three. So um, that's uh, that's good results. They've had uh, a few struggles this year. Um, but uh, Friday, uh, we went to this game on Friday. Um, it was their their fireworks game because I guess they decided to do their fireworks on the 30th because pretty much most people will be going to see fireworks yesterday downtown on Canada Day or in various uh, uh, mm-hmm. community mm-hmm. community gatherings or whatever. But um, it was a, a very big crowd for this game, and everybody seemed to be like really into it. Um, the attendance was 2,262. By comparison, the home opener was 3,777. Um, so, yeah, the, um, the the 50, to give you an example, the 50-50 draw was uh, for $1,300, which is really high for a Titans game. Like, normally it's, it's like, really, really low sales, but... Uh, they did very well, and then, and in this game compared to earlier in the season, lots of things were sponsored. Like home runs uh, were sponsored. Every there were three home runs in the game, and and uh, the two for the Titans. They I can't remember who the sponsor was, which uh, is not good for that sponsor, I guess. But um, <laughs> uh, the, like they had a, they had a sponsor for home runs. They they had a sponsor for uh, anyway. It's it, very good uh, good for the Titans. Um, to have that kind of uh, support in the crowd, um, there, there, there was lots going on in this game. So even if the Titans hadn't won, which they did, eight to one, uh, I, I would have had a good time because there was lots going on. Um, Quebec's designated hitter was ejected in the second. I think he he struck out, and he was like arguing with the umpire from the dugout, and he walked over and threw him out. Um, and then later in the game. Uh, their second baseman got thrown out of the game because he was thrown out at third base from the outfield, and uh, I guess he was arguing the call and must have gotten really mouthy or something because the umpire there threw him out right away. Um, yeah, three home runs in the game. Um, good thing that they won because I think that the fireworks display afterward might have been a little awkward to, uh, <laughs> to celebrate a loss. Uh, but the player of the game was named uh, Zach Westcott, uh, their starting pitcher. He started opening day as well. Uh, seven and a third innings pitched, allowed six hits, one earned run, only one walk, and six strikeouts. So another great game from Westcott, who I think deserves a better win-loss record, but just doesn't have the the support behind him this year in terms of uh, mm-hmm. uh, defense and run support. But uh, but yeah, great great game. Cool. Yeah, I, I haven't been really paying too too much attention to that, but that's that's good. Um, also good, I think that the uh, I, the the weather may not have been great uh, for those fireworks. So good that they did them on, on Friday. But uh, yeah. yeah, nice nice crowd. Uh, coming out to the game yeah all right well i guess it's time for us to take a quick break uh, before we go over our personal outcomes for the week okie doke i had it all i was a star in la i built the bar that's how i played rookie of the year world series ring i could do it all it wasn't nothing but one day 
in the break uh that was by the baseball project uh and that was a song called the yips um and that is um going to be my uh home run for the week i'll start with my home run it's my my music recommendation uh because on friday the baseball project released their fourth album called grand salami time it's a the baseball project as you might guess is a baseball themed yes, band they, yes. they, they, they sing songs only about baseball and they're they're good songs they're not cheesy songs they're they're good and they're 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 a, they're a super group that's uh formed by uh peter buck from rem mike mills from rem uh scott mckay from the minus five and also i think he fills in sometimes for rem as well so lots of rem influence there um steve Wynn from the dream syndicate and his wife uh linda Pittman, who um is from the supergroup Filthy Friends, um, so they're they're a pretty fun band, and their 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 songs are their their baseball songs are well written, and they're they're interesting. I haven't gotten the chance to to listen to it the whole way through just yet because it just was released on on Friday, but that was cool. And then um, another album that I discovered just recently was uh, this is a hip hop album, a rap album by by Chuck D uh, called We Wreck Stadiums, um, mm. and it's just all about. Uh, uh, basically baseball through like the, the, the sixties and seventies. And you can really, it's, it's really interesting because you can hear his kind of reverence for just the history of baseball, that, that like kind of sixties and seventies era. It's really interesting to listen to. Um, really cool, really cool album. Again, it's Chuck D. We wreck stadiums. It's, it's, it's a really, really cool, uh, cool album. Um, I played a little clip of it, um, back when we interviewed John Shea, uh, he, his, uh, the amazing Willie Mays, um, that was also featured on the um, Willie Mays uh, 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 bio- not biography uh, documentary uh, that HBO released uh, back in the fall. So uh, yeah, it's, it's it's that's just a really solid album as well. And you, like I said, you could really hear his his love for 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 that uh, golden era of, of of baseball coming through in in, in We Rex Stadium. So two baseball themed albums to check out. Well, there we go. I will. Uh, I'll try to find a link to those to uh, to put in the show notes. Um, all right, I'll go with my home run, which uh, was Friday's Ottawa Titans game. I mentioned all the positive notes already in our Titans check-in. Uh, so basically, that's the reason for the home run. It was just a really good time out, and uh, and I think everybody had a good time there, and uh, it was uh, it was really nice. The the fireworks jerseys that they were wearing, by the way, um, we mentioned those before. Uh, they looked they looked pretty good on the field. Um, they they were uh, and they had they were auctioning some of them off, so we were able to see one up close before the game because they had one on display. Uh, really nice. Cool. Very nice. Um, why don't you go 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 again? Because I don't have a no decision this week, so I'll I'll, I'll let you go go back to back. Okay. Um, well, my I'll go with my no decision then. Um, I started a new puzzle. This, I started it a few weeks ago, actually, but I actually made some some progress with it last night. Um, it, it's uh, it, it's it's fun to put the puzzle together, but this puzzle in particular has very tiny pieces and irregular shapes. 
so like there some of the pieces are very small and they don't fit in um the, exactly the way that most puzzles do so um it's uh it's providing to be a bit of a challenge but uh i i what I, i've got a new approach instead of putting the edges together i'm i'm putting it together based on uh, the uh, the patterns and everything because it this puzzle is uh, it's like a whole bunch of cassettes and like fake mixtapes and stuff uh, so it's it's pretty easy to to find similar colors and and shapes in this uh, in this puzzle so I'm I'm doing that and that seems to be working so far. Okay, sounds puzzling. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so my, my, I'm going to go with my strikeout for the week, and it is lineups. We went to uh, Canada Day uh, celebrations on Saturday afternoon, and or Saturday morning, I guess. And, yeah, we, there was some – in the in our neighborhood, there was some, like, bouncy castles set up and things like that. But everybody – you had to wait in line for everything. And having a 3-year-old and a 5-year-old, 3-year-old especially, Bo, waiting – actually, Leo did really well waiting in line, but Bo – not so much. He did not want to wait in line, and he was just running all over the place. Um, he was trying to turn off the inflating machines of the bouncy castles at some point, and just trying to like sneak onto the bouncy castles. So I had to chase him. I had to be on my game, um, and and it's not easy to to chase chase a, a preschooler around who really does not want to be caught. Um, and, but uh, yeah, so the line, lineups are hard, especially uh, when when the the bouncy castle reward is is, is in such plain sights so that's my strikeout is, is is just having to wait in line and having 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 children who who do not do well waiting in line well maybe next time you should rent a bouncy castle and and uh just put it on on the street in front of your house and then you don't have to wait in line you can make other uh, people maybe. wait in line maybe maybe uh, my strikeout is uh softball rainouts but a specific kind of softball rainout because this week we missed two games. Uh, Monday, it was a uh, very torrential downpour, so very obvious that it was going to be mm-hmm. canceled. Uh, so disappointing nonetheless. But on Tuesday, um, the day was looking pretty good, very promising for softball. And we got all the way to the diamond for our game. And pretty much uh, about 10 minutes before the game started, torrential downpour. And yeah. they decided to cancel the game because the diamond was flooded. Um, maybe we could have gotten a shortened game in if we waited just a little bit because the diamond uh, dr- uh, drained pretty quickly. But uh, yeah, it was uh, that's a different level of disappointment when you get to the diamond and it gets rained out when you get there. But <laughs> we played on Wednesday. That was a nice night. Hopefully this week we don't get rain on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It can rain Thursday through Sunday. That's fine. But no rain uh, the first three days of the week. I'll, I'll make some calls. No, no dancing. Uh, is usually my, uh, my request on. Oh, don't do any rain dances. Yeah. Does that work? Um, I don't know. Somebody must've danced somewhere on Monday and Tuesday. I see. Well, yeah, if, if this were, uh, early 1980s, Utah and one of us were Kevin Bacon, then, uh, we would not be in, in good shape. Uh, I guess not. Um, okay, uh, that that pretty much covers everything we have. Um, you have a note here for next week, something coming up here. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I have an in- interview uh, scheduled with uh, author uh, Russell Carlton, also of Baseball Prospectus. Uh, he just released a new book, uh, I think last week or a couple weeks ago, called The New Ball Game. Um, I, I finished it. It's a really great book. It's uh, it's a good summer read, and it's just about how we've gotten to the point where we are uh, in in baseball, uh, the baseball game as we as we know it, and. Uh, what could be influencing how we've gotten there and what uh, we can do maybe to 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 uh, change it for the better going forward. Oh, that sounds cool. Um, so look forward to that interview coming out uh, July the 10th. That uh, I'm, I'm doing the math here on the days because uh, tomorrow's July 3rd when this comes out. A week right. later would be July 10th. Yes, so that'll 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 be on the on the next episode. So look forward to that, and uh, hopefully we'll be talking about some winning baseball next week. Yes, yes, hopefully. Okay, well, thanks, uh, thanks for everybody listening. We'll see you next time. Bye bye.